The Balcones Canyonlands National Wildlife Refuge is a quick trip from downtown Austin. But the natural space it provides feels like you're far away from the skyscrapers and bustling city life. The refuge itself is maintained by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Department. And if you've been listening to the Texas Trailhead podcast, you'll know about the Aransas National Wildlife Refuge from a previous post. There are 21 wildlife refuges across Texas, and they're all designed for one main purpose, helping to preserve the lands for the wildlife. So stay tuned for this episode of the Texas Trailhead Podcast. Welcome to the Texas Trailhead Podcast. I started hiking to help with my health, both mental and physical. And now I'm encouraging y'all to get out and enjoy the trails, the outdoors, camping, all that stuff that Texas and beyond has to offer. So join me, Danny Laurel, as I'm sharing stories from myself and others who enjoy the outdoors as well. So grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead. Balcones Canyonlands National Wildlife Refuge is on 27,500 acres of land, And it serves as home to endangered species, including some amazing birds like the golden-cheeked warbler and the black-capped vireo. Various other mammals and insects can be found here, so make sure to bring some binoculars if you're into watching the wildlife. Seriously, there's so many trees and open views, and there's just things in every corner. The refuge itself is made up of three main parts. The headquarters, which were still closed at the time of this recording the Warbler Vista, and the Doskin Ranch. It's important to remember that as a wildlife refuge, some of your familiar accommodations from state parks are not applicable here. First and foremost, the trails here are for hiking only. Bikes and motorized vehicles are not allowed. Dogs are also not allowed on any of the trails at the refuge. This is for the safety of the dogs and the wildlife you may encounter, and probably one of the biggest pain points that I I hear about, especially in the Austin area, because people love their dogs. But any of the refuges really don't allow pets, so that shouldn't be too big of a surprise. The natural spaces also mean very limited restroom facilities and trash cans. Refer to the map you'll find on the Texas Trailhead website post if you need to find additional um, restroom areas. They're, they're vault toilets, so no sinks too. And also remember to pack out what you pack in. And finally, this is for day use only. There is no camping at the refuge. So the first place I went to was the Warbler Vista. Just off of FM 1431, you'll see the first sign for the wildlife refuge if you're coming from the southeast. The winding road leads you into the trees and eventually you'll come to the first of three parking spaces that allow you to hop on a trail or overlook. The Warbler Vista trails, there are, I think there's about five main ones. There's a couple different offshoots, but the five main ones include the Ridgeline Trail, which is 1.2 miles, the Cactus Rocks Trail, which is 1.25 miles, Vista Knoll Trail, 0.5 miles, 
This is also the site of a, a, an amazing scenic overlook, which I'll get to in a second. The Boulder Trail, just 0.4 miles and rated as difficult. And the Quarry Canyon Trail, which is rated difficult as well at 0.6 miles. I didn't actually go on the Quarry Canyon Trail on my visit, but a lot of the difficulty is really just in the rocks that you'll find. A lot of the hill country trails are very familiar in that sense where the rocks are just kind of sticking out everywhere and the limestone can get kind of chunky and kind of slippery. So make sure you're wearing really protective um, shoes. I, I wouldn't... I don't really recommend hiking in sandals, but I still see people doing it and, you know, people can live their life and hike however they want. But I I definitely recommend (laughs) that you wear shoes with a nice toe cap. The first trailhead you'll drive by is for the Quarry Canyon Trail, but continue on to the Cactus Rocks Trail where the toilet is located. Take the rocky road to visit one more trailhead, and just after that, you'll reach the end, which is where the Sunset Deck is located but more on that in a sec. If you're looking to extend some mileage on your hike, these trails are really well linked. The only markers that were seen are on the Cactus Rock section. Look for painted rocks featuring the endangered Golden Cheek Warblers. They were really cute. The brochure explains that the trails are more narrow here because it is the main section for the birds' habitats, but this also means it's also really nicely shaded. If you want a quicker trip to a lovely overlook, make your way to the Vista No Trail. The hike will take you to the overlook that reminds you why these natural spaces are so important. Similar to what you'll see at Government Canyon State Natural Area, the sprawling growth of this area is reaching just about as close to the refuge as possible. View the growing neighborhood just beyond the boundaries. There are multiple benches along this trail where you can take a break either under the trees or in some sun. Besides benches, there are wooden desks that are near the overlook. Not quite the Sol Ross desk experience, but still a nice place to catch your breath. If you visit this post on the Texas Trailhead website, you'll see a picture of what I mean. It's just a cool wooden desk on top of the overlook, and you can kind of see out into the rolling lands of northwest Austin. Make your way back down the trees and head towards the Ridgeline Trail. This loop is a great hike in either direction that offers what you'd expect from a hill country hike. Plenty of cedar trees and limestone rocks sticking out from every direction. The apex of this loop takes you to the sunset deck that offers an amazing view of the, air quoting, this pace of the Colorado River just below. So you've heard of the Colorado River. Colorado Pace, that is kind of what you're looking at from that view. According to the informative kiosk at the Overlook, this view is the bend of the Colorado River where Lake Travis forms behind Mansfield Dam. At the top of this bend, Cow Creek joins the Colorado. And remember those parking lots? If you really just wanted to visit for an amazing sunset view, you can just drive right up to this location without having to do any hiking, but... I don't think that's any fun. (laughs) Yeah, you can just pull on up and uh, see an amazing view. But if you want to hike to it, that's fun also. These two areas aren't really connected close enough where you can just hike to each location. You really need to drive and, and, and make a little bit of a trip to get to the other section, which is the Doe Skin Ranch. But 
Definitely worth, if you have the time, trying to knock out both. If you start early enough in the day before it gets super hot in the summertime, you totally can't. But the the hiking um, quantity, you can definitely do both and, and have a snack in between and, and knock them out for sure. But once you leave the Warbler Vista, you're going to turn right for another adventure, and that's about 20 minutes up the road. The Doskin Ranch is still part of the Balcones Canyonlands National Wildlife Refuge, but the scenery definitely has a bit of a change. For one thing, there's only one parking lot here, and this is where the restroom is, so get in your potty break. The history of the ranch is fairly typical of this area of Texas. Immigrants that were settling here started up ranches or farms, but not much is known of the original inhabitants of this ranch, with the exception of the homestead that still remains on the property. The Doskin Ranch trails include the Pond and Prairie Trail, which is half a mile and super easy, the Creek Trail, which is 0.6 miles, also easy, easy like Sunday morning, Rim Rock Trail, 1.6 miles, difficile, the Chinook Trail, half a mile, easy, and then the Indian Grass Trail, which is 1.5 miles and moderate. There's an additional other trails listed on the map, but these are really just small pathways that are from the parking lot or smaller offshoot trails around the creek. The great thing about the refuge is the amount of information provided about the various areas throughout this place. Plenty of helpful kiosks are located at either trailhead or along the trails, so be on the lookout for the signs to provide additional insight into the area. There is a bit of a hub before the trails get started to ensure you have your proper water levels and gear. From here you have access to all of the trails, but the creek trail is a great place to start. So the hub is really just kind of this open circular slab. There's a bunch of benches, kind of around that and then the the trailhead kiosk has a lot of really good information so definitely take a take a little bit of a of a break to check out um, all the information that's posted there the trail starts off really shaded and there is a fun amphitheater to visit right after that is the doskin ranch family homestead and after that it's pretty wide open so wear plenty of sun protection check out the Description if you want to read more about hiking in the heat. It's a great post. The Creek Trail and the Pond and Prairie Trail are going to give you the best chance at some water views. At the time of this recording, recent rains in the area put plenty of water in the creek. So it's a great way to fill up a filtration device, but don't count on it normally. The Rimrock Trail was the most difficult of all of them at the refuge. The unexpected elevation was quicker than anticipated. So get ready for a bit of a climb, but don't forget to turn around and enjoy the views of the landscape and admire the switchbacks from which you came. It is really pretty up here. Once at the higher portion of the ridge, the trees reappear, so it makes a great place to grab some shade, but continue on to the Chinook Trail and you're back in the open. The Shin Oak Trail is a half loop, so if you want to extend your miles, like the rest of the park, hop on to the Indian Grass Trail to admire some of the natural grasses of this area and extend the hike. This trail is also a loop that will swing you back around to explore the other half of the Rimrock Trail. At the bottom, you can loop back onto the Creek Trail if you didn't do the full loop. 
It was amazing to see the water flowing from different directions, but also see the bat house. It was during the day, so the bats may have been sleeping, but the sign here reminds the visitors of the importance that the bats have on the insect population. And just really quickly, there is a third part to this, and that's the Chinook Observation Deck. The observation deck listed on the map of the Balcones Canyonlands Refuge is accessible from the parking lot, and it's really just a wildlife viewing area. According to the kiosk, this is a great viewing area for the Vireo, so get here bright and early for some amazing views. Learn more about the park on the official site from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife, and that link will be in the description. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Texas Trailhead Podcast. If you like what you heard, please let me know by leaving feedback on Apple iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. You can find this on anchor.fm and just search the Texas Trailhead. Still looking for more? Click the links below to find the website, Facebook page, and see pictures from the outdoors on my Instagram page. So until next time, grab your backpack, put on your hiking shoes, and let's go out on another adventure. This is the Texas Trailhead.